in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, folks. Right now, it is 12.06, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Remember, you could always listen online. I want to welcome everybody in. As uh, the crowd starts to file in, we also do a um, the noon. This is the noon report, and we also do it on Facebook. So we we find my page, John DePietro Show, on Facebook, and you start to see the um, the crowd start to file in. Next week we will we will be on not on but we will be on and we will be um, we'll be back on YouTube and also on Twitter. We're just taking a little bit of a break from there, just technically getting everything. But folks, it's uh, uh, this is yeah, boy. It almost feels like a four-day weekend, doesn't it? I mean, a lot of people are off today. There's still a lot of news, um, and but so we are obviously on the air, and we have some news actually on this uh, on this Friday that I'm going to explain to you as we're having everybody that is starting to um, file in. And again, this portion of the program, as we kick things off, um, well, first of all, I want to welcome a new sponsor, Home Again Consignment. Now, they're right in the Governor Francis Shopping Center, and that's in obviously in Warwick, but it's a destination type of spot. Uh, what's interesting for me, and John is just terrific, folks, the quality in there is fantastic. Fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry, buy, sell, or on consignment, and he has new stuff in every day. Now, what's, what's kind of interesting for me is dealing with them over there is, is just the fact that that was... Uh, one of the first jobs I ever had was next door to that, which was Sutton's IGA. So when I was there the other day, I was almost tempted to go into the parking lot again and see if I needed to bring any carriages in. Um, so anyhow, but John is just terrific. So folks, stop in. And the the quality of, of merchandise is spectacular. So it's worth it. Some people stop in every week. Uh, and it's like a, a family atmosphere in there, Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 5. It's nice. I saw him uh, last Saturday, and, you know, his parents were in there, and one of his cousins was in there. I'm telling you, he, he could almost, um, it is all the makings of almost a, like a reality show. Kind of re- reminds me of that, I think there was a reality show, The Pawn Shop out in uh, Las Vegas, it kind of had that type of a feel. So good afternoon. Everybody pop in and uh, support them because they're just terrific. And again, it's Home Again Consignment. Now, you can find them on Facebook. But to make it very easy for you, we are going to have a um, a link on the website, which is to Petro.com. So stop and listen. It's worth the ride. It's quality. They've been there for a long time. Fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry. Buy, sell, or on consignment, estate sales provided, home again consignment. And it's right in the Governor Francis Shopping Center in Warwick, Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5. And again, we will have the link up on the website to make it easier for everyone to touch base with John, who is is just terrific. And folks, you know, everyone that goes in, I feel um, very good about sending people there because you're going to be, you know, treated fairly in the merchandise he has. Nice quality merchandise in there. He does. So, and that's the stuff you want. I mean, there's certain things. He doesn't have any furniture if there was a smoker in the house. And he doesn't have any furniture. Or, you know, you're not going to get like cat hair or some, something like that. Which which I could understand. Completely understand, as a matter of fact. So, stop in and, um, and see them again. They are just terrific. And it is home again consignment. Right there, Governor Francis Shopping Center in Warwick. So, um, and you can look for them on Facebook as well. So, I want a good afternoon to everybody. Hola, there's Roberta. Everybody on um, Facebook. There shouldn't be, you know, I don't know what it is. We'll adjust things over the weekend. Sometimes, folks, there are glitches with the video on Facebook. Then I've learned that it, it kind of straightens out, <coughs> excuse me, a little bit as we go along. So, I don't, if I want to use the word panic. As much as I, I used to sometimes, but um, for whatever reason, and I don't know why it would be like that, because it's a direct feed, so should be no problems with that. But again, it is the John DePietro Show, and you can find us on Facebook. I don't know why sometimes the video is 
is uh, and it's just the past two days. We'll reset uh, everything over the course of the long weekend and uh, and get it rolling. And then we will be doing one after dark later, the Friday night edition, uh, where I'm generally kind of close to home. But folks, this portion of the program, listen, it's uh, the weather. You just heard the forecast, and the weather is uh, is going to be enjoyable for the for the holiday weekend. Today is, you know, it's not the the greatest day, but it's not rainy. Tomorrow looks, uh, Saturday, excuse me, Saturday seemingly is the not the best day, but then Sunday and then Monday is, looks like just a fantastic day on the 4th. And one of the places that you want to visit that I'm going to be visiting is PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, where they have uh, every annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. They also, they have a nice Fourth uh, of July theme going, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging in patience, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs. They're a full-scale nursery, and everything you need to make your home a showstopper. They're open seven days a week. The service is fantastic. And what I love is they have built up such a, lo- uh, a loyal following that they go to them because, you know, you get great service, quality. It's going to last um, I received a nice email from Ed that said he was waiting at a big box store for 30 minutes trying to get someone to help him. said, forget this. Juan told me about PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Boom, popped right over there, right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. said the service couldn't have been... Couldn't have been better. And then Junior even helped him put his things into the car. So, uh, folks, that's what we're talking about. They're open seven days a week. Gift certificates are available. And it it looks magnificent. I share them on Facebook quite a bit. So, good afternoon, one and all. It is Friday. <coughs> You've made it to uh, Friday, J- uh, July 1st. And I want to start off, and I want to be very cautious, very, very cautious with how I approach what I'm just going to start off talking about. Now, I want to, right now it's 12.13, it's Friday, it's July 1st, and uh, we're going to be on and off over the course of the weekend. Now, listen, many of you know, if there's breaking news, obviously we're there, right? We have established that with the live stream. We have been there countless times when there's breaking news. We were there the other day when they had the FBI raid in North Kingstown of the guy from uh, North Kingstown that was charged being a suspect with trespassing day at the Capitol on January 6th. Last night brought us to Oneyville. The celebration I heard went late into the night. I'm told there's no one working in Oneyville today after uh, the big celebration because of Governor McKee. Um, and, and it's just so outrageous, uh, the danger he's putting people in. And, you know, he is someone, it's, it's kind of ironic. Uh, Governor McKee was seen at one point, you know, um, people were kind of rooting for him. He was uh, really in the shadow with uh, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. She would not give him the time of day. And in in the short amount of time, he has done more damage. I don't, I you know, I would be hard-pressed to find someone. Good afternoon, Chris Taylor and everyone else. I'd be uh, hard-pressed to find someone that is kind of sold out the taxpayer more than, than Governor McKee. So, but my point is, we were there. <coughs> Excuse me, not a COVID cough. We were there. Um, in Oneyville as they were getting ready for the big celebration where Governor McKee gave them the the um, driver's license. So I'm going to talk about that just a little bit. But I want to start off. Um, now, granted, we have a lot of people that listen online. Thank you. At the website, petro.com We also have a lot of people that watch the Facebook live stream. But, you know, this time, most people are listening AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Uh, good afternoon to everybody in Worcester and in Millbury and Douglas and Bellingham and Rentham and Attleboro. I see you. I hear you. We have a lot of local regional news. It's not just all Rhode Island. We also do national stuff. And each day that goes by, I hear more and more from people uh, that listen to the program in, in Massachusetts. But this story in Cumberland, I want to be very um, cautious about it. Because there's a lot of sensitivity involved with it. Um, but if you go to the website, petro.com, and, and I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to watch my words very carefully. I did a story on that. We did a live stream up there. And those people in the Cumberland area know really everybody, but especially those in Cumberland, um, 
were, were, you know, very thrown off and understandably so at not one, but two people essentially, you know, dying from from gunshot wounds um, in Cumberland. So Eric uh, H-U-A-R-D Horde and his, his wife, um, Courtney, I, I that is still an op- that is still an open investigation. What people were saying and what initial speculation was, I, I I'll say this: if if that was the case, and we did a live stream up there, but if that was the case, as as people were initially saying, it was that this happened, where one person put, you know shot the spouse and then turned the gun on themselves with the three children in the home. I, I, I here, here's the, here's the question. Then, then what's, <clears throat> then what's taking so long with the investigation? So I want to be re- very, very cautious about speculation, but I will tell you that there's a lot of testing and investigating still going on with this case. There's some several questions that I have questions on, and we're just going to have to wait to see any answers. Um, and, and the first question that jumps out is, is it possible that there may be an arrest in this Cumberland case? I, we don't know the answer to that. We don't know the answer to that. Is it possible? Is it possible that this is not what it, what it initially seems? And, and I, you know, I am, you know, we have to deal in reality. When you see something akin to this, you think, and I, you know, I hate to again go into it because I know there are children involved, but, but they're very, police were very clear that it was targeted. It was not random. That's what they said, that it gave the impression of a, of a murder-suicide. Is as ghastly as that sounds. The impression of a murder suicide. The impression the the a lot of people when you hear of something like this, and there are un- unfortunately situations like this in the news, and, and what people take away from it is that it is one individual takes the life of another and then they they take the life of themselves. But on this Friday, July first, I, I'm not sure. What other media outlets are reporting, but I'm hearing that this could there could be more to this than meets the eye, and and I I don't want to go off on too much of speculation because of the sensitivity involved with something like this. Um, but I I we're gonna I would keep my eye on that case, and someone in another police department. I won't say who. Thought it was odd that they still haven't de- delivered a final report on it, if that's what they believe it was. So now we're coming into a holiday weekend <clears throat> next week. If there's a big vacation week, it's next week. So I don't know is the answer on that. I don't know. Um, but I. this could be exactly as it appears. Or... The longer it goes on, it could lead you to believe that it could be something else. Who, why, how, yet to be determined. And we're going to leave it at that. But we, we may revisit that Cumberland situation. Um, I've, I've communicated with law enforcement, and I also want to just mentioned, I, I really haven't had a lot of dealings with the Cumberland police. My dealings with them has been, if you live in Cumberland, you, sh- you should feel good about your police department. They, so far from what I've seen, they have conducted themselves very, very well. In my dealings with them, um, on this case, some of the different officers, they, they're, it's an it's a excellent run uh, police department. Um, so, but that, that, that could be a story to revisit. I'll say we'll say that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday, and I'm gonna to get to our main event in just a moment, but it's brought to you by J. Perry Paving. <clears throat> I can't say enough good things about him. 
but if you want to improve the, your home, your property values, contact J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal cone patios. The other night when I was at the, uh, where the FBI raid was, you know, there they are, right down the street. And we inter- interviewed uh, Ernie, who's terrific, a veteran, just a, what a great guy. Uh, but you can see it all on the website, topetro.com, which is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Uh, no, excuse me, um, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. If you want to get your driveway paved, call J. Perry Paving today. Free quote, residential, commercial, seal coating patios. Licensed, insured, contracting company, committed to meeting their clients' needs no matter how big, how small. And learn also about the benefits of asphalt paving. Affordable, it's smooth, it's safe to drive on. What I meant to say was, you saw me, I was filming it the night, and it just looks just splendid. Call today, 401-732-1730 excuse me, for J. Perry Paving. And remember, no one is better veterans than J. Perry Paving. If you're a veteran related to one, I think next week I'm going to go and film J. Perry Paving. Once again, for the bubble, they are paving the driveway of a veteran. They're, no one is more committed to helping our veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them, 401-732-1730. And if they can't do it for free, they're going to get the best deal they've ever had. Now, folks, I do want to direct you to the website, depetro.com, because the video we have up this is some of the most explosive video I've ever seen. And we were loading it up last night, and we had put in a public re- um, records request for it. But the shootout involving the Providence police, and that was in February, February 10th, Denison Street. And it was a standoff that started early morning hours. And then it early, you see like the sun coming up, getting light out. You got to see these videos. This is the wildest stuff you're, you're ever going to see. It is. Um, it is just incredible, and the Providence police are so calm about it, but it is absolutely, I think I have some audio of it, at least that I could play, just to give you an idea. And I even put, my God, it, 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 I felt like I was back in Ukraine for crying out loud. I mean, the, the video, the explosion, gun, the, the Providence police, the state police unit are there, they have their SWAT team out. The way they're communicating back and forth, that was a tough situation. The guy is up in the window with an assault rifle, firing out at them. That, what a wild scene. And they absolutely keep, you know, their their cool and their composure. Um, but my God, I, I just, I, that's some, that is some of the wildest video that I've ever been able to. It's also on the, um, on our YouTube page, by the way, but you can see it right at topetro.com. I'm just going to play a small snippet. This is this was in Providence, Rhode Island, on Branch Avenue. You think it was like Ukraine for crying out loud? Just listen to this, just just for a moment. Listen to that. Holy cow. He's firing at them. They're firing back at him. It is a full barrage. And and they the discipline that they show is just absolutely incredible. You see them out getting in position. Again, it's all on the website, depetro.com, and they maintain their calm, cool. Uh, this is what they're trained for. And this thing just goes on and on. He's out of the window. And he's almost acting like Al Pacino and Scarface would say hello to my little friend. And the amount of shift I part, that's an automatic rifle, automatic weapon he's got firing at them. That is some of the wildest video. Now, folks, we also have, I do have some video up on depetro.com where last night um, I was in Oneyville. They were celebrating late into the night. About the driver's Are license. Are you from system. a foreign land? Uh, so I use my Google see, Translate. See. Can I guess Guatemala? Yes. See. Yes. <laughs> well, congratulations. You're all going to get a driver's license, courtesy of Governor McKee. Um, again, folks, it's all 
on the website, and I'll tell you why at 1226. There's many different people. I get email every, literally every week that they want. We're not on. Uh, I, I take the Facebook stuff and I put it on dipetro.com so, so everyone can see it and share it. I get that. I don't know why. Facebook is free. A lot of people just go on it just so they can then follow a lot of the live stream and everything else. Um, uh, it, it, it's come a long way, and I, I recognize some people. Listen, not everybody is everywhere. <coughs> the days of, <coughs> excuse me, folks, the days of Tuesday night, everyone sitting down in front of the TV and watching Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley and then, you know, so forth. It, it, it's just they're, they're over. Um. Everyone's sitting around Sunday night at 7 o'clock watching 60 Minutes. It doesn't happen anymore. The entire family in front of the television on a Sunday night watching the wonderful world of Disney, those days are gone. So there were people that missed The Sopranos because they didn't have HBO. There were people that missed Breaking Bad because they didn't have AMC. There were people that missed Mad Men because they didn't have AMC. There were people that missed The Wire, perhaps the greatest television show ever because they didn't have HBO. There were people that that missed Game of Thrones because they didn't have HBO and Entourage and on and on. So I don't get if, if it's, it's always been that way. And um, <clears throat> and if you want to, you know, the live stream we do with with Facebook, it's different. It's it's live. It's it's unscripted. And I, I'll also share with you folks. It's it's actually it's very difficult to do when you see television news. They go to the person live. And they talk for 15 seconds. We caught up with Mayor blah, blah, blah. And then they go to a, you know, a one-minute produced package because it's tough going live. So the other day when I went to the FBI raid in North Kingstown, out of nowhere, there's a glitch with the app. It's just uh, no warning, nothing. Uh, um, you know, we learn as we go along. Sometimes things work. Sometimes out of nowhere and then, it, you know, you reset it and it's fine. So anyhow, uh, but it's never dull. I'll say that. Anyone that follows it, it's it's never dull. Folks, <coughs> excuse me. Th- I apologize. I do not have a cough. Juan is just tired. Um, and we have a full weekend. I'm on uh, Newsmax tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, Wake Up America. This is, I don't know how many Saturdays in a row anymore. I, I They just seem to book me every, I'm on every Saturday now. So the, the only thing is about that is I have to get up at 6 o'clock. And normally I'm up late because we, you know, when you're out and then you're wired, then you're working on the website. And then plus I'm talking to different sources. Uh, but we will be on Wake Up America tomorrow on Newsmax, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, Jay's Broadway Appliance. Now, listen, it's going to be a hot summer. Now, if you don't want to do anything about it, that's your business. Here's what I would do right now on this Friday. Pop over and see them. 47 C. Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. You can call them at 401-949-7800. So right now at 1229, if you're listening, here's what I'm asking. If you're listening to either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, if you're in the market, you're saying, you know what? We're going to get a new appliance. We're going to get a new refrigerator or we're going to get, you know, a new stove or a new microwave, or grill to grill out, or a, or a air conditioner, or maybe it's a washing machine or a dryer. I'm asking you to visit my friends at Jay's Broadway Appliance. 35 years in business, you deal directly with the owner. They will match or beat any package deal. They're open right now, Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, and Saturday and Sunday by appointment. It's Jay's Broadway Appliance. You can also find them on Facebook, but now is the perfect time. And as far as the air conditioners for windows, built-in walls for senior apartments or condos, and then they also have all grills that you need. If you washer, dryer, dishwasher, or refrigerator, their 4th of July sale is going on right now. Pop in. If you're over there, they're right near Apple Valley Mall. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. All right. 
Now, folks, right now at 1230, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Visit our website, DePietro.com, which is brought to you by the Senadale Revival. They're going to be rocking all weekend long. Celebrate the 4th of July weekend at the Senadale Revival. Plus, you have Stella Suites right next door. Comfort food and cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Delicious food, drinks. They have entertainment on Friday and Saturdays, plus brunch on Sunday at the Senadale Revival. I want to just um, make sure... We are uh, up to speed on all the news of the day, um, and a lot of it is, uh, boom, 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 and then, let me just, who is that? Okay. Who's the plumber that filed a run for mayor and then decided not to? Oh, okay. I don't know who it is. Um, <coughs> I apologize, folks. I am not, Juan is not ill. Uh, let's see. Newsmakers says the speaker, Joe Sakachi, he's mulling a big move due to the Rhode Island needs a clear, strong look. Constitutional amendment can't depend on Washington. Constitutional convention question is on the ballot in 2024. Well, one of the things that should be on the ballot. Oh, okay. I just want to just see. There's um, The speaker has... Background and three more, can't, including primary rival to Joe Sakachi. So that's that co-op, collab, um, whatever, the progressive collaborative. They're primarying the speaker. Jacqueline Anderson, I don't know much about her. Is she the one? Yeah. Labor delivery nurse. <clears throat> Imagine this. This is your bio. She's worked in abortion care for a decade. Running against Sakachi. Tireless champion. That's your bio. <sighs> Folks, that's the ocean state. Um, you know, the, here's the thing. I, I can't tell you how, uh, Speaker Sakachi. I want to just, I'm going to play this clip. They, they want to start going around federal law. They want to start going around federal law. This election in the fall, we need balance at the state house. <clears throat> we need Republicans at the Rhode Island state house. To halt the brakes on, you know, Governor McKee, he's going to make Rhode Islanders safer by giving out driver's license to illegals it is, is the most delusional thing. Folks, if anything, the roads just got that much more dangerous. For him to try to convince you <clears throat> that now you're going to be safer and your children are going to be safer on the roads. Governor McKee, extending driving privileges to undocumented Rhode Islanders. There's that word again. They're not Rhode Islanders. They're people from foreign lands who have come here for free things. Important issue for economy, equality, equality, and public safety. Absolutely. It will give more Rhode Islanders the opportunity to access their education and career. Guess who's paying for it? You are. Boy, look at 41 comments. Look at the comments under it. He has completely sold out the state. <clears throat> so according to the news article, your lieutenant governor said there are 29,000 taxpayers will benefit from the new law. They're not paying taxes. I don't care what they say. I'll have to read. I want to see that Channel 12 story. How is it enlighten the voter base on how rewarding undocumented will benefit our state? They're not working to becoming legal citizens. They want to change the law. What's wrong with, give them free bus passes. Terrible. Absolutely atrocious. Does she say that? 29,000? First of all, there's much more than that. See, here's what my, one of the problems I have with the McKee administration, and that's McKee and Matos. Oh, okay. Hey, Gordy Ernst got two and a half years. Hmm. That's interesting. Gordy Ernst, former Georgetown University, your uh, sentence Friday, two and a half years in prison for pocketing three million in bribes. By far the toughest punishment, two and a half years. If he had just, as Tim Dodd likes to say, come in out of the cold early on, he'd be out by now. They wanted four years, he got two and a half. Hmm. He was the one trying to argue that his dad, Dick Ernst, 
that he uh, was really tough on him, and that's why he ended up taking bribes from parents. I think it had to do more with he wanted, you know, those jobs, those coaching jobs are great. They just don't pay a lot. And he had a country club membership. He had a nice house down in, uh, I think, in Maryland, but in the D.C. area. And then he had a, so he had a nice beach house in Cape Cod condo, and then he'd do the tennis camp. But isn't it just more about that? Yeah, it's a great job, except it just doesn't doesn't pay a lot. So, but this this business of, um, I want to just see if I can find that. So, Gordy Yard's got two and a half years. Um, In the federal system, you got to do 75%. So, He'll get out. He'll get out in twenty four. He will get out in in uh, in twenty four. If he he if he had come in initially, as Tim Dodd said, he may have. Um, that would be interesting. If he he may have been, as I said, he might have been. He might be out by now. And if anything, during COVID, he really could have been out early. Okay, here we go. Um, good. Rhode Island to give driving privileges. Let me hear this. The One of the people on Twitter is saying that Matos is saying 29,000. See, I can't stand the lies. They know it's more than that. I've already posted where in the documents that they haven't contested with the census, say 60,000, just in Providence. Just in Providence. No, this is this is a joke. There's nothing good about this. This is just for self-preservation. This allows them to stay comfortable and also allows them to vote. That's what it is. All right, let's. Here's the piece. He has officially signed the bill allowing the DMV to issue driving privilege cards and permits to people who don't have documents proving they're in the country legally. The lawmakers behind it say this is for the kids who fear their parents will be deported Lies. when they're just trying to drive Total to work. But opponents of the new law say some privileges should be saved for those who can prove they are legal residents. Correct. So news reporter Shinolo Shuno was at the bill signing and has more from oh, both sides. Yo. Well, these new permits and driving cards will start being issued next summer. The governor's office predicts about 29,000 Rhode Island residents will qualify. Well, why? By signing this legislation, lawmakers say thousands of Rhode Islanders can now breathe a sigh of relief. Rhode Islanders. There are people that are driving without a license, that have unregistered vehicles, and this will correct the problem. Chacon, a longtime sponsor sure. of the legislation, argues they people should be able to get a driving privilege card regardless of their immigration status. Their cars will be registered, and most of all, they'll be insured. Many people have misconceptions about undocumented families. (laughs) Governor Dan McKee says the new law will level the playing field and open the door for more people to work. To me, this is as much about economy and economic opportunity as it is about safety. I think that's an argument that they like to make to skirt the law. And the law is that if you come here legally, you have the privileges. Representative Patricia Morgan voted against the bill. She says that while supporters say the new driving privilege cards can't be used as a voter ID, she questions how election officials will be sure. Election integrity. And Morgan was one of 15 House lawmakers who voted against the bill, eight Republicans and seven Democrats. I'm Sheena Lushuda. What a joke. What an absolute joke. What a disgrace. Wow. He just doesn't care. He doesn't. It should be overturned. In Massachusetts, they're going to overturn it. They're using this to try to lure more people to come here. Of course, they're going to want them to vote. And stop. Listen, I've already posted. It was in the census. There are 60,000 just in Providence alone. Just in Providence. Oh, this is Channel 10 just has the big... uh, what a joke. God. Boy. No, I'm not going to play it. You know, this is... Um, I, I will play uh, Speaker Sakachi though. He's on Newsmakers, and he's talking about they want to take action to try to um, skirt federal law more. And that's that's something to be concerned about. 
So we need to start. <clears throat> what he's basically saying is we need to start to enact our own laws to go against the rest of the country. Folks, they're not going to be content until we are just firmly the Haiti of the North. So let's listen. Society, this is the we want to live in Rhode Island. Do we want to have individual freedoms and liberties here? Do we want to enjoy the stuff that we've enjoyed for the last 30, 40, 50 years? Because clearly you have an activist court that has thrown precedent out the window. It is very dangerous what the Supreme Court did. We need to look, have a long, hard look at that. And maybe it's time that Rhode Island enshrined its own privacy clause in our own state constitution. Just um, briefly on that, Rhode Island did pass its own, as you well remember, same-sex marriage law before yes. the court acted on that. So if... The court, and I, Justice Thomas did allude to looking at that decision again as well, wouldn't marriage rights for LGBT people be safe in Rhode Island because that law is in place? I yeah. believe so, but you, honestly, you have to see what comes out of the Supreme Court. You know, we are a state. We, the federal court has supremacy over that. Mm -hmm. You would think so, and you would hope so, but... You know, I thought the same thing about Roe v. Wade. I, I never thought Roe v. Wade would be overturned the way it is. Really? Even when you were voting for it? Yes. Speaker Mattiello said the same at the no, time. No, because I, well, I, I believe just in case, and that's why I voted the way I did. But I also thought there would be more restrictions and there would be more limitations to it. I thought they would chip away at it gradually. I never thought you'd see a wholesale overturning of it. And it was very dramatic, and it was very precedent-setting to what they did. And it'll have far long-ranging implications for this country for many generations to come. You really need to... Now, that is um, <clears throat> Speaker Joe Sakachi. Folks, I want to address something about the licenses with the illegals. And right now, it's at 1242. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 .9 FM. Now, I'm going to have more on this on the website, DePietro.com. In <clears throat> uh, DePietro.com, which is brought to you by The Coincident. They're open lunch, dinner, drinks on the lounge. I love it there. Great menu. Stop it and see them. The Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue in, um, in West Warwick. I want to um, just address this. Here, here's the part that people are getting confused about. So, someone, let, let me just pull it up. Someone, people, no, not that. Yeah, everybody's concerned about that. Um, yeah, I, I like how they say, you know, here in Rhode Island, we, we, make, we gotta make sure that we're not following federal laws. <clears throat> Wording in the permit bill, someone said, the front and back of a driver's privilege card or permit shall be identical in appearance to a driver's license. Or permit. It's not a real ID credential. Then there's the wording further down. The identification card should be clearly distinguishable from those issued. Uh, issued blah, blah, so it'll look like a driver's license or different. Here's the part where they're very disingenuous. The part that the, the people that are issuing these are very disingenuous is they are, these are not individuals that are going to be voting at the poll. That's what people keep saying. They keep saying, if they show up to a poll with these to vote, it won't be accepted. And they know that that's not the case. They're very disingenuous when they're trying to combat that. Because the individuals that possess these are not going to go within 100 yards of a polling place. They don't need to. They don't need to. I'm going to go to my own website where I have the documents about it. Of And I, I already put it, you know, they're already issuing the mail ballot applications or already out there. Let me pull this up right now quickly because and, and they, they here's what you need to understand is they would rather hear less from you and they just want a voter base that's never going to challenge them. So this business that let me just pull it up here. Boy, the website's been busy, hasn't it? Um, take me a little while to find the story. Where are we? Uh, nope. Mail ballots go out for the September primary. There it is. Okay. <clears throat> there it is. Now, on DePetro.com, that's the, the headline of the story. When, when did this go up? June 13th. Mail ballots have already gone out for the September primary. So you can go to the Secretary of State website. And you see the mail ballot application for the statewide primary. To receive a mail ballot, you have to complete submit this to your local board by August 23rd, because that's when early voting starts. But here's the part that I want to draw your attention to. So on the mail ballot application, you have your voter's full name, 
here's two parts about this that I would like to get answered, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Voter full name, home address. Then they have address where your mail ballot is to be sent. Why do they have a different address where your mail ballot should be sent? Why wouldn't it just be the same address? That makes no sense at all. Now it comes down to mail ballot categories. You can um, ballot uh, check off one of the boxes. One, I'm incapacitated to such an extent I'm unable due to hardship vote at the polls. Okay. Number two, I'm confined in a hospital, nursing home, rest home. Box three is an option. I'm employed with military operations. And now you have box four. I choose to vote by mail. So that's everybody now. You don't need one of these excuses. It used to be, it had to be one of those. You were either serving in our military overseas, you were maybe in a hospital or nursing home, or maybe there was some reason you're going to be out of town, whatever it was. <clears throat> this is all on depetro.com. Then you have voter oath and signature. Listen to this. I declare all the information that I have provided to the is correct to the best of my knowledge. I'm a qualified registered voter requester of a mail ballot. Very tiny print. I am not a qualified voter in any other city or town. And then if unable to sign, just mark an X. So I have it even. You could just put an X and I have one in Providence. Now, when you go a little bit farther down, it's two pages, <clears throat> you see another part of it. And then it says like, Local board of canvases, contact information, instructions. Then, then they have notice to applicant. Notice it doesn't say voter. If anyone attempts to intimidate or unduly influence you, contact your local board of canvassers. And then there's this. Any person knowingly, willingly making a false application certificate <clears throat> is guilty of a felony subject to the penalties. Folks, as I have talked about ad nauseum. No one has ever been charged under that. So here is the the part that people need to understand. With this application that I just mentioned, it has email address, date of birth, voter information. Now, all of these people, if you're already on the voter rolls, there's no reason for an ID. Do you understand? There's no reason for an ID. They don't have to go to the polls. So all these people, what they want to say is there's no way they can go to the polls and use that to vote. But what they don't explain that I've tried to explain to people is they're not going anywhere near the polls. I'm not even they're not even filling out the ballot. The Rhode Island elections changed when they started with all these official drop boxes. This is the mechanism they use. Because this, they can dump in as many as they want. In the movie, The 2000 Mules, people watch as people go around in states where there's a limit. So they're only putting like 10 ballots in one of these. And people don't understand. In Rhode Island, you could walk up to this and drop in 1,000 ballots. There's no penalty. It's not against the law. You could go and you could drop in as many ballots as you want. Governor McKee, he signed it in. Um, the and by the way, the 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 board the um, board of elections, they even admitted. I'm going to go back to look at this, folks. I have to use my website as as the only source on this because no one else will write about it. Um, I have the other story about it where the the board of elections. They even admit that they don't ask the citizenship question. You know, I, um, for quite some time, I focused on the fact that they were using the term Rhode Islanders. And I'm going to play, some of you may remember, but here it is. Rhode Island census under fire for census fraud. They're not going to do anything about it. They rigged the census. The only thing that is comical is that Mayor Fung may end up winning that seat that the state should have lost. But um, but the the Rhode Island Board of Elections, they never even uh, deny. There it is. What's the date on this? 
census bombshell. May 21st, 60,000 illegals living in Providence. I'll just tweet it out again just for a joke. The rest of the media ignores it. But on that, I have the documentation that came out in the census that talks about just in the city of Providence alone. This was in, um, let's see, 20, 35, 30%, 35% of the city of Providence population are illegal. You could fill Gillette Stadium with the amount of illegals just living in Providence. So now they they like to say um, they, their term for them is Rhode Islanders. And I'll play. I have the... Um, I have the, yeah, the new voting, the the new voting laws are just a joke. You know what? The new voting laws are perfect for those that want to commit whatever it is, whether it is ballot harvesting, but it's it's people that are on the voter rolls who should not be on the voter rolls. And I want to just, I'm going to play. I was the one that asked Lieutenant Governor Matos about this whole business where she she was saying, yes, they're Rhode Islanders. People that are here illegally filling out the census, they're, they're Rhode Island citizens. Say they're making up terms. There's no such thing. Either a U.S. citizen or you're not a U.S. citizen. And they just make up new terms. So there, there should be no such thing as, quote, a Rhode Island citizen. Never heard of that. So you're a Rhode Island citizen, but you're not a citizen of the United States. Does that make sense to anybody? They're just making up terms they want. Uh, This business, we, we had to do this for children that are afraid. You heard the Channel 12 piece. Children afraid their parents would be deported if they were stopped. All right, so why don't we just deport anyone who doesn't have children? And by the way, do you realize how much those kids are costing? Each illegal in the Providence school system, if you do the math on that, it's 20000 a year. So each kid in the Providence school, during the course of kindergarten to high school, or in pre-K if you add that in, the cost is basically to the state of Rhode Island. Well, let's just... I want to quickly do, I mean, I, I know the answer, but I'll just verify it with the calculator. So it's roughly 20,000, right, times, it's not 12, because they do pre-K times 14. So each kid is 280,000, 280,000, close to 300,000 per, that's what each of those illegal. So if you have three children, if you have four children, that parent with four illegal children in the Providence school system is costing the state of Rhode Island one $1 million to educate them. Absolute joke. Um, I want to just play that Lieutenant Governor Matos and I this this could be interesting if she wins the election but then McKee loses his election. The only thing that she brings him is she, he feels that she is his key to getting votes to win the primary because of the Providence vote. That's it. There's nothing else. Um, and also between now and the primary, it's time to take the, the rest of the media won't, but it's time to unveil. Here it is. The, um, it's time to take the, the lid off on exactly how much her, a conflict she has with a high-powered lobbyist, a relationship that she won't uh, dis- disclose. I thought by now she would have disclosed it. She won't. So if she won't, then we're going to have to. But I want to, this is me questioning Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos uh, about a year ago. Sure, no Rhode Islander was left out of the critical count. So it is your contention that everyone that was counted is a Rhode Islander? Yes, everyone that lives here in the state of Rhode Island is a Rhode Islander. Okay. And when you say that they're also a citizen, 
You know, that is that that that's a joke. That would be like me saying I'm a citizen of Poland because I was there. Yes, I'm a citizen of Ukraine. What an absolute disgrace this is. See, they made up that term, a citizen of Rhode Island. There's no such thing. You're either a citizen of the United States or you're not a citizen of the United States. In the Board of Elections, they freely admit they they don't challenge uh, any citizenship type question. This is the bottom line I want you to understand. Folks, right now it's 1256. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Here is the bottom line that I want you to understand. There is no mechanism to check. I repeat, there is no mechanism to check. And let's just say, you know, there's a lot of different analogies that we could give. But if someone is registered to vote and get on the voter rolls, there's no one checking to see if they are, in fact, a U.S. citizen and they're even someone in Rhode Island living at that. There's nothing. The key is they register them to vote and get them on the voter rolls. Once they're on the voter rolls, I'm not going to all this arguing. They're trying to say if they show up at the polls and they try to vote. With that permit for driving, it will be rejected. And they say that knowing damn well that this crowd is never showing up at the polls. So it's a red hearing. They're never showing up there. They just argue that. They're not showing up at the polls. You know, picture like a bar that has two entrances, a front door and a back door. And all the underage kids go in the back door. And then the person says, I want everyone to understand that anyone that shows up at this front door underage, you will be turned away. You are not drinking underage. Boom. You show up at this front door, you'll be turned away. Never mentioning they let all the, the underage kids in the back. There was a bar in Providence that had a, a back door that all the underage kids would just go in. So the police would show up. There's a bouncer. They have the lights, the flashlight, checking IDs. No, absolutely not. They're not going to the polls. They don't have to go to the polls. Early voting starts the last week of August. That's the part, one of the parts I should say that is so disingenuous is they try to set up very strenuous. No way will this be allowed. They know damn well that's not how the the scam works. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Now listen, if you use propane, Call Propane Plus Heating and Cooling. If you're a business, maybe it's for outdoor heating lamps or lighting, 401-885-4209. Propane Plus in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Three generations that are available 24-7. They have a very easy-to-navigate website. It's propaneplus.com, and then you just click, get a free quote. Folks, Propane Plus, call them today. Now, right now, it's 12.59. We have another hour to go on the program. We have a lot more to get into, and especially for those that are flying, this could be a very difficult weekend for those that are choosing to uh, fly. Very, very busy weekend indeed. It's the John DePietro Show. The next hour is AM 1380. Or 99.9 FM, a lot more sound. Also more on the Fung Langevin Magaziner thing from yesterday. Um, and then, or you can listen at the website, debitro.com. So we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The power hour is next. We will be doing Facebook Live later on. Facebook Live, we will be doing the Friday night edition. Folks, we'll be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news. All right.